I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Cornelia Hoogland joins me now. The poet and writer is the one of two recipients of the 2023 Colleen Thibodeau Award for Outstanding Contribution given by the League of Canadian Poets. The prize recognizes 30 years of volunteering in the national literary community across Canada. She founded and was the first director of both Antler River Poetry in London, Ontario, and Poetry Hornby Island, which she continues to lead. I'll ask Cornelia why she has devoted much of her time to volunteering in service of writers in Canada. We'll reflect on the various and varied literary communities that... uh, in this country as well. Cornelia Hoogland is uh, the author of eight books, including Cosmic Bowling, Trailer Park Elegy, and Dressed in Only a Cardigan, She Picks Up Her Tracks in the Snow. She's Professor Emeritus in the Faculty of Education at London, Ontario's Western University. Visit CorneliaHoogland.com for more information. She joined me from Cortez Island, British Columbia, earlier this week. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online program, Cornelia Hoogland. Ms. Hoogland, good morning. Good morning, Joel. How are you? Pretty good yourself. I'm very well, thanks. So I understand, at, I, I was just going to say, I, I understand that I reached you at a writer's retreat, is that right? That's correct. So I have my laptop open in front of me, and uh, I'm looking over a beautiful garden, and uh, it's uh, it's perfect. Everything is perfect. <laughs> I, I saw a video of yours online um, where you showed, um, you took, took film of... Um, or video, I should say, of, of your, your writing space at home. Uh, that's also quite a nice place. Is that on Hornby Island? It is on Hornby Island, and it is a very nice place, yes. But the, there's a great difference between looking out over somebody else's beautiful garden and <laughs> looking out over my own messy, needs-attention garden. Yeah. There's the difference. <laughs> is writing poetry at all like tending a garden? Ah, Lots of weeds, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, you know, and uh, like that's such a wonderful question because uh, I'm thinking of uh, before I could leave for this retreat, I had to really be careful of how I left my plants because of the intense heat wave that mm. we're experiencing on the west coast. Yeah, and and uh, so I have um, about six inches of grass clippings uh, between all the rows to try to keep the moisture in the ground, and so many of those kinds of uh, tricks and tips are necessary for writing poetry as well, as far as, you know, both securing time for it and once you're in it, tricking yourself into good word choice and new insight, and there's lots of similarities, yeah. Yeah, I talked to, to, uh, and have talked to writers over the years, and and, uh, a lot of them... Talk about um, writing as as much uh, writing as rewriting, and I, I guess uh, in that sense, when you when you you said weeds a moment ago, I couldn't help but think that that it is a lot of say editing, if you will, or pruning, or or, or um, just weeding out, I suppose, right? I think um, <clears throat> that's one of the most important things I've I've learned is that um, it's it's exactly that. You know, we talk about voice in poetry. Everybody has to search for their voice, but uh, in my experience, voice needs to be uncovered. And the reason, and the way you do that, the way I do that anyway, is uh, line by line, word by word, uh, making choices, um, you know, at different um, sittings, at different times, and 
uh, just checking in. Is this serving the poem? Is it not serving the poem? Is there a better word? Uh, is this an extra word? Uh, it, it's really meticulous editing, editing, editing. And the amazing thing is you come to uh, fresh conclusions or, or you, you uncover what the poem wants to tell you rather than you trying to explain yourself to the world. It's cool. Yeah, so what's that feeling like? It, it sounds like you, you're swept up with creativity and um, you don't know where it's headed. It, 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 that's what it feels like as you describe it. Yes, um, I, I think, um, well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm always still here. I mean, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not somewhere else, but um, it, it, it's possible. I guess that's what the exciting thing is. There's nothing mystical about this. It, in that way, it is like gardening. If you do your plants, service uh, they grow and uh, yeah there are things like heat waves that are loom on the horizon and sure. can wipe things out yeah. but um but you know just being attentive is really really helpful yeah and i guess you do have to do work i mean you can't just expect it to, to sit down one day with a, with a pen and paper and it all come out i mean th- there's a lot of reading uh, over the years there's a lot of uh, practice as, as a writer that one has to do you can't just simply I guess, uh, expect it to show up one day. Yes, that's really true. It, it's probably like uh, any kind of mastery that Malcolm mm. Gladwell has talked about, right? right. The 10,000 hours, it's really uh, dedicating yourself to a certain project or a genre or, you know, something that... Uh, well, I'm here with a, with a group of people, and uh, we um, shared in a circle this morning about uh, the reason why we're here, and the projects are really quite amazing. I mean, a groundswell of creativity uh, is, a, is, is palpable. You can, you can feel it. And everybody talked about the difficulties. There wasn't one person who thought this was easy. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming, Cornelia, that, that um, the, the group that you're with right now, they weren't all poets. There were different projects of writing is that right that's correct that yeah. memoir um, um, novel I'm here working on a novel myself I see when, yeah when you talk about research uh, my goodness I've just done years of uh, COVID was uh, a real blessing in terms of this project uh, because I had time finally to uh, really uh, concentrate on the research I had to do for this project so when you're in the setting as you were this morning with with a bu- bunch of writers, a number of writers, I should say, who, and and you could feel the creativity amongst yourselves. What does that do for your own creativity? I mean, if, if, if does that inspire you to write more or better even? Um, well, it's a, a real mixed bag, um, Joe, because uh, a lot of people um, who are writing are writing for painful reasons, mm. you know, or feeling reasons of dissatisfaction or um, because they have experienced something that um, they feel is very important. And so, um, yeah, there was a lot of, um, it took me a while to uh, let go of some of of the, the feelings that I had picked up in listening and look at my own work as in a bit more practical, methodical way, because you, you you can't write in that supercharged emotional atmosphere. So, yes, it does inspire me to hear other people's stories, 
Um, but I also uh, need to, uh, you know, get on my knees and do the reading. Mm. Um, it, it, the, uh, I meant to, looking at my notes here, I meant to congratulate you first and foremost as we started the interview on, the, on this award from the uh, League of Canadian Poets. Um, this is a prize, and, and I, I read the essay that, that accompanied the prize as well as the essay that was submitted uh, for the prize. Um, what does it mean to you when you hear the, the nice things that have been said about you in terms of, of um, getting this award? Well, <clears throat> I'm really amazed that whenever we look back on something that we have put our heart and soul into, and in my case, it's 30 years, and I would imagine you can do the same thing when you look at the work you've done around your radio program. Um, the, the ramifications, the, the new manifestations, the new connections that come out of it, uh, the links. Um, you know, in, in my professional life, I was an educator, mm-hmm. and my main role as a as a educator was to help create those links, and I think I I can do that. I think I'm pretty good at that. So, but to actually see them all listed as um, the um, kind of the fruits, you know, to speak of a more biblical language, the the fruits of my labor was incredible. I mean, um, there's a, a book publisher who came out of uh, the reading series program who credits me and the series. Uh, there were people who wrote their own books. There were any number of um, people who started their own reading series or their own editing services or, uh, yeah, just a, a mushrooming of um, energy and uh, excitement and all based in literature, uh, not just poetry, but mm-hmm. my focus has mainly been poetry. And, and that's the thing that, 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 that strikes me as I'm, I'm reading about your life, is that it, it's not just the practice of, of being a poet and a writer yourself. And, and it's, it's a service to the, the, the literary community, and, and not just in London, not just on Hornby Island, but, but throughout the country. Um, mm-hmm. That's always been important for you, hasn't it? It's been very, very important, yes. And, and, and it was uh, important personally and professionally, I mean, to bring writers from the furthest reaches of the country has always been very, very exciting. And having local audiences, people that I know really well, meet people from other parts of the country and interact with them and share jokes and laughs and uh, poetry is really positive. Yes, it's uh, it, it makes us feel like a country in, in you know this particular way. Yeah, yeah. and and um, the other thing that strikes me is, is you because the the writer's life, and especially in Canada, it's not an easy one, um, and and it, more so for poets, especially. Um, I you know I don't think um, one can really make a living at it, if you will. Um, but but you've made you you've dedicated your your work in making the life of the poet easier. Um, Going forward, what, what do you think some of the things that, that, that the rest of us as readers and, and, and members of, of, of the literary community, if you will, um, what do you think we could do better, say, in that regard? Well, um, attend your local uh, reading. <laughs> mm. 
Yes. Somebody around you is putting on a poetry reading this week as we speak, or you know, a fiction reading or something, and uh, and asking questions is, is always uh, really really positive. And and listening, uh, it, it's so amazing. My work has changed so much uh, since coming to Hornby Island, one of the more northerly or the most northerly Gulf Island mm-hmm. uh, off of Vancouver Island. Um, and my work there has really been with um, people who are turning to writing, uh, maybe not for the first time in their lives, but with a new dedication to it. Um, many of them have some extra time now, and especially during COVID, we, we had some time. We did it all online, of yeah. course, but um, the... Um, Drawing people out and helping them realize they have a story to tell and um, that with work they can tell that story and then to engage the literary strategies and processes that um, are necessary to tell a good story, it's, it's really exciting. I'll bet, yeah. And um, uh, you mentioned moving to Hornby Island. I understand you did that in 2012. Um, where, where Were you based in London, Ontario, before that? I was. I, I grew up on Vancouver Island. I see. But I did, I did live, uh, I did spend my professional years teaching at the uh, University of Western Ontario, um, and so I spent uh, 20 years there. And um, what, did, um, what did the move to Hornby Island, what did that yield say in terms of, of your own writing? Did, did you find a new place, not not so new place, perhaps, um, a new setting? Did that, um, was that inspiring at all in terms of, of, of one's writing? Um, yes. Um, I, <clears throat> I moved back um, to um, the coast um, because I had always planned to. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I guess I didn't realize that um, I needed to come back to get to know my mother again. I hadn't ever lived in the same town, or for most of my adult life, I hadn't lived in the same town as she did. And uh, the book, that, the, the novel that I'm writing is based on her life. She has died in the meantime. But uh-huh. um, so, you know, um, it was a real purposeful move if you look at it from a writer's point of view. I needed to, to write this book. I need to write it. And uh, it came about because I uh, made uh, new connections with my mother. And what about the, the connections with the literary community? Did you find those were easy to make once you were here? Oh, that was really funny. I came here thinking, okay, well, I've done that. I, I, you know, <laughs> I said goodbye to... Uh, Antler River Poetry uh, Series in London, Ontario, and it's time for a rest. Well, I had been on the island for about two days when uh, a friend, um, John Terpstra, um, and uh, the Vancouver uh, poet Kate Braid uh, called me up and said, hey, we're, we're on a little tour, a new book. We'd love to come to Hornby to read. And I thought, oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And they did come, and that was the start of what I called, and still do call, poetry on the island. Yes. Yeah. And then um, it was <clears throat> it was pretty easy. Uh, we have a um, wonderful uh, house, a private house that was um, that was donated uh, to Judith Lawrence 
not from uh, Moira Armar um, many, many years ago to house um, literary events, a, a, a feminist house uh-huh. for women artists. And I think there was a focus on writing. I wasn't there at the very beginning, so I'm not sure. But uh, we have access to that house, and we host uh, many, many events. Like I've had about five or six this spring alone, and then that one coming up on June the 8th. Um, where we gather in this house, and it's, uh, yeah, it, it draws in a big audience, and uh, the the island is incredibly supportive of artistic endeavors. It's just amazing. I, I think when you live in a very small place, mm-hmm. and there are a limited number of offerings, they all uh, look pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you were talking about Hornby um, uh, earlier. And, um, you know, I've lived in Vancouver my whole life. Um, I don't think I've ever been to any of the Gulf Islands. So I had to look it up on Google exactly where it was. Um, yeah. And um, then I looked at, at, at um, going up and down the coast, if you will, on the map and looking at all the, 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 the islands and, and cities on Vancouver Island itself. And yeah. the thing is, uh, when I see the names... I don't think of where they are because I've never been there or, or I've never been to these places. But I think of all the authors that I've interviewed from all these places. Um, oh, that's I can cool. I can rattle off a couple of names for every island, if you will, and and, and those are writers that are still there. Uh, we really are blessed in this part of the world, aren't we? Of of, of just a, a a surfeit of um, writers and and all over the place, and you know, just the coast itself. We're we're incredibly rich in that regard, aren't we? What a wonderful image that is, uh, Joe, that you raise. All those poets popping up on all the islands. <laughs> yeah. Before before I came to uh, Cortez, I was on Quadra mm-hmm. uh, for a couple of nights. And, of course, Robert Bringhurst and John Swickey right. live there. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't visit them, but I do know they live there. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's, and, it's, and it's like that for many of the islands. And the main Vancouver Island as well. And, of course, Vancouver is just got a lot of writers too. indeed indeed yeah we, we are we um and 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 they come from every place and then and, and i'm not just talking about around the world but um throughout the country uh people end up here i guess if you will and um people leave as well and it, it just it, it, the, the impact of, of writers whether they're novelists or non-fiction writers or poets it, it's incalculable just the effect of, of um you spoke a moment ago of a, a sort of a, a Canadian, an idea of the country. I mean, just the idea of British Columbia itself. Um, you, you can one could emerge with, a, with with a genre or genres of of writing from this place. I really like the point um, that I think you're making, uh, or that I'm hearing you make, and that is um, the amazing contribution of uh, literary people to our country. And um, there are, are, you know, huge number of well-known, famous writers, but there are also a whole cohort of people who are creating reading series. Uh, You know, I've read in Montreal that I had to go up poorly lit stairs to some kind of attic room. With, with the flooring was very uneven, and, yeah, reading was happening there. And um, I've taken the bus uh, to tiny little places, 
small turnouts, but um, uh, the, the cumulative effect of people coming together for literature is... Uh, it's not talked about very often, but I really like that you raise it as something that does shape our country. Indeed. Um, you're known as a mentor, and, and, and we've talked already about your, your um, work as a, as a volunteer over the years. I mean, being a mentor, that's, a, that's been important for, for you, hasn't it? Uh, very much so. I, I discovered something about myself, you know, I had this um, professional life at um, at Western, uh-huh. where I played a certain role, and people were paying the big bucks to go to school there, and they were expecting, you know, big degrees and good marks, and I was simultaneously um, working very hard to attract people to the basement of the Landon Library to come and hear writers. It's a very, very different activity. Um, And that whole idea of attracting people uh, is something that I'm only beginning to understand um, that I was involved in. And I say that because uh, here on or on Hornby Island, I I do some teaching. it's usually memoir teaching, but it can be fiction or poetry as well. Mm-hmm. And um, um, a beautiful, talented young woman uh, called me up and asked if we could have a meeting. And on, on the small islands, the way you have a meeting is you go for a walk. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and <clears throat> so we went for a walk, and she had some great ideas about things that she wanted to put into place. She wants to host some workshops and, you know, would I be interested? And I just thought, you know, that has come. This young woman is attracted to the writing life and to what we create as a group together, and she's finding her own uh, spin-off for it, her own energy and shaping it. And so there she goes, you know, with some wonderful venture. So um, I think that that attraction is a, a really interesting community builder for me and for many, many people. And, of course, it doesn't just have to happen with literature. It can mm-hmm. happen in many ways, and I'm, I'm not saying anything exclusive here. Can, can you think of, of uh, people who are formative in your own life, uh, uh, mentors that you might have had that... that, that that, that uh, say inspired you into doing what you're doing and, and have done for, for all these years? Um, no, <laughs> I just can't. I, I, well, I, I can't. <laughs> you can't. I yeah, mean, no, I understand what the, where that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just need a bit more time. You'll have to sure. cut this out. Yeah. Um, you know, this morning I credited uh, one of the people in the workshop um, for uh, helping me transition to writing fiction. Uh-huh. Uh, her name is Tracy Scoos, and she offers an online community, uh, you know, through Facebook, a Facebook group. Yeah. So uh, I definitely think she's been very helpful to me to uh, begin to understand the mechanics of um, <clears throat> of writing. Uh, here, here's a mentor, Nancy Holmes. Absolutely an amazing um, Okanagan poet, and um, she has been in my life. As a matter of fact, uh, 
uh, Nancy Holmes and Joan Cree were the um, poets who introduced me to the idea of reading series and um, helped um, allowed me to join them in what was called the Calgary uh, Reading Series. I lived in Calgary at that time. And we um, held readings at the Memorial Branch Library. We had um, some lucky events uh, like um, uh, David Adams Richards. Uh, we had him uh, just after he won the Governor General's Award. So, you know, you can imagine what an exciting night that was. We all wore tuxedos. <laughs> So I think Nancy, both as a person and as a poet and um, as someone who was willing to um, go the distance for a reading series, has been very, very formative for me. I thank her. You know, as I'm listening to you uh, these past few minutes as we've been chatting, um, I can't help but think that you're somebody who can go across the country, uh, which is hard for a lot of people to do, uh, and feel at home. Um, but you can do that because of the literary community, if you will, because of books and writing. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think very many people in other lines of work, if you will, could, could do that as easily as, as, say, the literary community can, can, say, allow someone like yourself to do. It's, um, I think that's true, and I haven't thought about that very much. That's a really lovely point that you make. I think it also takes... Um, an effort. Um, many writers are um, introverted, and I'm among them, and it does take uh, something to visit so-and-so who lives, you know, in such-and-such such place, uh, or to call that person up. Uh, but yes, I do have many, many connections, and many people I hold very dear across the country, and yes, that probably is very unique to writing and to having uh, served uh, writers, those same writers, uh, for the past 30 years, yes. Well, long may it continue, Cornelia. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. Congratulations again on, the, on this uh, well-deserved prize. I so appreciate your time today. Thanks for this. Well, you're very, very welcome, and thank you very much for having me on. I, it was a great fun. Bye-bye. The website for more is at corneliahoogland.com. Uh, Cornelia Hoogland, join me on the line from Cortez Island, British Columbia, in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Planta.